Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So I feel like I have not recorded in so long, even though it's only been a week, but you know, sometimes weeks just go by really slowly and um, yeah, I think also part of it was that I didn't do an advice segment last week and so that was kind of hard. Um, Not hard, different. It was kind of different. So like maybe that's why I feel like it's been so long, just because it's been two weeks since I've done advice. Um, But don't worry, guys, I'm getting back to the advice segment in this episode. So for those of you who have been waiting on advice or just waiting to hear it, because I know like a lot of you guys love to hear it, then that is coming up. Um, I just wanted to kind of update you on my personal life like I usually do, little things to talk about. So um, I just wanted to say if you guys are going anywhere for spring break depending on when your guys' spring breaks are mine is next week um but i'm i'm not going to school on thursday or friday i finally get to see my grandparents who i haven't seen in over a year and a half um which is exciting they're both vaccinated thankfully like otherwise we wouldn't have gone to see them but um they don't live in the same state as we do and so we have to go see them um but I, I was just going to say, if any of you guys are doing anything for spring break, um, please be careful. Like, if you are traveling, of course, be careful because, you know, wherever you're going, you could potentially be spreading the virus there. I know, like, everyone is done hearing about coronavirus and everything like that. But, like, I just feel like, I don't know, as someone who has somewhat of a platform, if someone will listen to me, then that will just make me feel... Uh, more comforted um, and yes like I am I am going to see my grandparents and I feel like some people might be like oh you know like you're you're not even going with your own advice and like I see um, how that looks of course I think I don't know I, I've barely been out of my house this whole entire time whereas other people are literally partying it up in Miami Beach right now and it makes me so mad because I'm just like there are people who actually just want to travel to see their family and they feel guilty about it because the COVID cases are going up because of people partying like it's just it is so unfair that there are just some people that ruin it for everyone but my whole point with this was that if you guys are traveling or seeing anyone during spring break like at this point there are safe ways to do that and if you know that someone's vaccinated even better because you know, they say that vaccinated people can hang out with vaccinated people now, even without masks, or, you know, you can wear a mask and the vaccinated person doesn't have to or whatever it is, but just, like, be as safe as possible because um, health officials are warning of another COVID surge in cases, and I know some of you guys are probably thinking, if you live in the U.S., you're probably thinking, well, now we've got, you know, three vaccines that we're, you know, using, like, what is, like, you know, things are getting better anyways, so it shouldn't be as bad, right? And, like, that's true, but I think, like, any surge isn't really good, and, like, what people don't understand is, like, the faster that we can literally just get the cases completely down, like, the faster we can go back to normal. Um, And so, like, yeah, vaccines are being rolled out and things are getting better and our numbers are way lower, but it doesn't mean that COVID's gone. And, like, I just see a lot of people thinking that it's gone or saying, you know, oh, the mask mandate was lifted in this state. Like, we're good. We don't have to wear masks. No, it's just because people are putting pressure on, like, governors to take off the mask mandate. And so... Um, whatever. And just because a mask mandate is lifted doesn't mean that you get to walk around in stores without a mask. Like, no, stores will still, in schools and places like that, will still enforce masks unless they're dumb. Um, 
but anyways, I don't want to bore you guys. I just wanted to say, please be careful and stuff because people think that over spring break, there's going to be a huge surge and stuff. And so depending on when your spring break is, just like make sure that whatever you're doing is as safe as possible. I get that some of you guys are visiting family. I'm doing the same. I don't blame you. But all I'm saying is just be careful, guys. Stay safe. I don't, I don't want any of you guys to get COVID or get your family members COVID or, you know, it's just, it's not a fun experience. So anyways, um, on a lighter note, I just wanted to say I started my school um, in person four days a week today. It's a shame because I'm literally, well, not a shame. I'm glad to leave, but I'm not going to be there starting Wednesday. So I've only gone for, I'm only going for today and then tomorrow. But for those of you who have been like nervous about returning to school full-time like and you haven't yet I just wanted to say that it's not that bad obviously like I was actually really anxious this morning like I, I I had a lot of anxiety about going to school just because I wasn't sure like who I'd see like how many more people would be there because like I mentioned before when I was going when they split us by our last name like two days a week it was so chill I was literally like the only person in my first two classes multiple times and that was fine and stuff but honestly I found it more comforting when more people were in the classroom and I I know that sounds weird but I think that like after over a year of just being so isolated to compare to like how we lived before like I think a lot of us are just so like in need of social interaction and as much as like I don't like going to school in person it's like it's like a love-hate relationship like I know it's much better for me I know I can learn better from it um it's more just like the social aspect of it like the social anxiety that like gets me um if I wasn't anxious at all I'd be like okay cool school like I wouldn't care at all but it's mainly just like anxiety that holds me back because I'm just like I haven't seen half of these people not not even half way more than half of these people in so long like I for, there's so many people that I like forgot about like I'd been walking down the halls and I was like wow like I literally forgot about you not in a rude way but just like when you don't go to school for over a year like that's what happens so it was kind of comforting like I went to my English class today and normally they're like you know me and maybe maybe five other people in that class and today it was 12 people in the classroom which was pretty nice and we got to like work in groups and stuff today with people who are also staying on zoom if you guys didn't know my school is offering zoom like online options still so like anyone who wants to still be online they're online and they're still holding zoom calls in the classroom so like we went on groups we went in groups um with people on the zoom calls and people in person and stuff and like everyone was talking stuff in the classroom and it just felt so refreshing because like after all of this all everyone needs is just some sense of normalcy and so if that means going back to school again and like feeling like things are even slightly how they were before like it's really comforting and so yeah I liked it when it was really chill and like no one was in my classes but at the same time this is just like a different experience and I do like having more people in my classes it's definitely it's just it's it's nice it's like refreshing um next term however I'm not sure how I feel because I have my four other classes and that's not something I'm looking forward to um my term so when I say term I just mean like quarter because we have four quarters in the year or two semesters but we we just focus on the quarters at my school mainly and anyways we our third term ends on this Friday so all of these classes that I've had this whole entire quarter 
I'm not going to have again for the rest of the year, which is really weird how they split it up. So that means that all of my other classes I'm going to have starting fourth term. And that's right after I come back from spring break. And I'm really nervous about that because my first period class is literally a class full of like seniors and like two sophomores. There is no one in that class that's like in my grade. I'm pretty sure, like literally no one. And I've had that teacher before, but like I'm super nervous about it because I don't want to be in a class full of just seniors that I literally don't know. And it's just like, that's a class that I don't want to go to in person. So I'm really scared. And then I also have like a math class where I don't talk to anyone in that class. Like I don't know half the people in my classes. And then I also have a sociology class that I'm starting, which I haven't even had it all yet this year. Like it's a brand new class. It's like, I feel like I've had like four first days of school this year. Like it's so frustrating um, just cause like, I'm just scared, you know? And then I have like uh, an AP, what's it called? United States history um, class, which will be chill. But again, like the people in it, I don't, I just don't have like anyone that I know in my classes this year. I know them, but like no one that I would really talk to. So that's a bummer, but it's okay. Um, honestly, my biggest, (laughs) my biggest roadblock right now is that next quarter, I don't have the same lunch as literally any of my friends. Like, all of them have the same lunch, and I'm so frustrated because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, now I can drive, so I guess I can just go home for lunch, but that's so annoying. Like, I don't know. I won't have lunch with any of them for the rest of the year. Um, So my only option right now is to maybe have lunch with this girl who is friends with my best friend who I haven't met yet, and she actually has the same lunch as me, so I'll keep y'all updated. If we become friends, then I'll eat lunch with her. Um, But yeah, I'm nervous about it. Enough about my rambling um, in school. I am going to get into the advice now. I just, I know that some of you guys like personal updates and also if it, like, in regards to school, I know some of you guys like hearing about that kind of stuff because I know, you know, some of you guys are still online and you haven't gotten the chance to go back in person and I can see, like, I remember how nervous I felt because I literally didn't know what to expect at all. So, it's kind of a lot. It's a lot. Um, But anyways, let's get into the advice. So, the first thing is someone that um, someone actually emailed me this and I'm guessing this is just because they don't have social media or didn't want to create an anchor account, which I've never thought of this before for some reason, but if you want to like, if you don't have social media and you don't have a way to contact me and you want me to give you advice, just email me. And if you're looking for my email, it's just in the description of every single one of my videos. It's linked there. You'll see it. Um, So anyways, this person said, hi there, Sister Spill. I watch all of your podcasts and I wanted to ask for some advice. I have feelings for my best friend who is straight. We are both boys. I think he likes someone else and I don't know whether I should tell him I like him or keep it to myself. This has been on my mind for months and it's been driving me crazy. Thank you for reading if you pick this one. Um, Okay, so I think this is really tough because you guys are friends and you said that he's straight if like, I feel like this would be a different situation if you didn't know his sexuality, because then you could just be like, oh, you know, like maybe there's a chance, but knowing that he's straight, obviously there's a 99% chance that nothing would come out of it. And I don't want to be harsh, but that's the truth. Like it's, it's hard because like, I know that you have such strong feelings for him, but at the same time when he's your best friend and like, you don't want to put your, your friendship in a weird position but at the same time I don't want you to just like hold back these feelings and never do anything with them so that's such a tough position honestly as like a straight person I feel like if I had a really good friend come to me and just be like hey I really like you I literally would not know what to do like I can't even imagine what I would say how I would act like I'd probably just be like 
I'm, I'm sorry, like, I don't know what to do about it because I am straight and they're not, you know? So I feel like from your side, like, I, like, I don't want to tell you to just, like, keep your feelings to yourself and not tell him ever, but at the same time, I'm thinking, like, I don't know what outcome you are expecting from this situation just because, well, first of all, you said that you think you like someone else, so especially then it's like, okay, well, you know, nothing can come out of it, and also, he's straight, so I, I don't know, I mean, if I were you, like, I would maybe wait it out a little longer, and if it's driving you so crazy that you feel like you have to tell him, go ahead and tell them, um, tell him, but for now, I honestly suggest not saying anything, and I know that that, like, doesn't sound right, but, like, it's really a tough situation when you know that, like, he's, he doesn't, he won't be attracted to you, I mean, unless he's, like, not straight, but as far as you know, he's straight, and so, like, um, it's just really hard because then it's, like, it might put your friendship in an awkward position where it's, like, he's, he's telling you, like, okay, I, I'm sorry that you have these feelings because I can't do anything about it, like, I wish I could reciprocate them, but I can't, and you're there, like, oh, like, crap, like, I don't know why I said anything, you know? So I'm just trying to prevent you from being in like an uncomfortable position with your friend. But if you guys are really close and you feel like it's not going to affect your friendship at all or whatever, you can just tell him at least like you'll get it off of your shoulders. So that is my advice to you. So this next person said, I have a group of friends and two of them like to joke around, um, but their jokes are like body shaming and stuff. I've known them for a while, so we have a group of four, and one of them is my best friend of, like, five years, and it was one of their birthdays, so we were at her house, and she was like, you look like that guy, and the guy was on the bigger side, and they know I don't like how they look, and the little things like that just made me cry, so she said that, and I said I had to go to the bathroom, and I didn't, I just went to cry, and when I could pull myself together, they're calling me and spamming me, so I was going out, and I go out, and they were laughing, and I come in, and they just stop, and they look at me, so the birthday girl went and got food, but stopped to talk to her mom, and she told her mom they're ruining my birthday when she was ruining it and now every time I and now every time they say a joke they're like oh right Addison can't fake jokes and I don't oh and this girl's name is Addison by the way um and I don't know what to do because I can take funny jokes and not rude jokes and if I drop the other two if I drop the two the other one is still friends with them and we all hang out a lot and I don't know what to do Okay, well, I just want to tell you, if you have a group of friends and all of them are just ridiculing and making fun of you, they are not your true friends. I have seen this before and I know that no girls who truly care about you would continue to hurt your feelings like this. Like, if you have a good, solid friendship with someone, you're never going to want to make them feel like they're being made fun of. Like, you know, you went to the bathroom and cried and you know, because of stuff that all of them were saying. So first of all, I don't think that any of them are your true friends, but I'm not going to tell you to just be like, drop them all because then what are you going to do? Like, who are you going to be friends with? It's not that easy. I know. So what I would do is please communicate this to them. Like, please just tell them, hey, I am so upset about the way that you guys are treating me and I feel like real friends don't do that and I really don't want anything you know wrong to go with their friendship but at the same time I don't want to just take these jokes because you you claim they're jokes but they're not jokes and they're not like that's a big thing too is like some people like to put jokes um 
in front of things that are actually offensive. Like they claim that that making fun of someone is just a joke, but there is there there is a difference there. Like you can't just go around um, telling people that they look big or comment on their body or or compare them to someone like that. Like and just say, oh, it's a joke. Like, no, jokes are supposed to be funny. Like, you're supposed to laugh at that and you're supposed to think that it's funny. Jokes are not making someone, like, cry over their appearance and and anything like that. And, I, I like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but, like, none of those girls are your true friends if they're acting like that. And, like, I don't know what the situation is. Like, maybe some of them are just going with it because, like, there's one girl that's, like, leading the jokes. I don't know how bad it is. Maybe all of them have equal part in it. But I just think that like this is something that you really need to talk to them about. And if you have a conversation with them and tell them exactly how you feel and what you want to stop and nothing changes, then maybe it is time to drop at least some of them. Like I know that the the one girl that you're really close with would still be friends with them. And like that's also hard because you can't do anything about that. Like that's a five year long friendship. You don't want to like end that friendship. And I get that. But I think maybe it's the two girls that are the problem, like, um, or I think it's two girls that you said, whatever other girls there are besides your friend of five years, like, maybe it's, it's those girls that are influencing your, your close friend and making her act like this, I don't know what the situation is, I don't know all the details, but from what you've told me, I feel like all of these girls have a lot of improvement, um, to take care of, and I also think that they owe you an apology all of them for acting like that so I think um honestly just communicate with them talk to them tell them how you feel ask them to stop and if it does not stop then you really don't deserve them because honestly if you're staying in friendships like that where they're just treating you horribly like it's not gonna work out well for you so I think please talk to them and I'm sure that at least one of them will acknowledge that what they're doing is wrong and hopefully things that hopefully hopefully things work out for you um but you can always come back to me with updates and I can help you on the next step so this next person dm'd me and said hi sister spill so I need your help me and another girl let's call her rose are really bad at math and when we got our math results back she said in front of the class that we failed in other and other than that oh and other than that occasion she's made me cry tell me that I'm stupid and that I should tutor which I already have Okay, so I don't know if this girl is your friend because you just said me and another girl. I don't know if, like, that's, like, a friend of yours or just, like, a classmate. Either way, I don't think that, like, the way she's treating you is fair at all. I always think that, like, there's a line that you shouldn't cross, especially when it comes to, like, school and education. When you make fun of people for their grades and stuff, like, I feel like that's unfair because, you know, some people have learning disabilities, they have to deal with ADD, ADHD, they deal with anxiety, um, other mental health issues, and, like, some people just aren't good at certain subjects. I know me, like, I've never really been good at math, like, maybe a little bit in, um, middle school, but, like, I remember sitting at the kitchen table for hours literally just having breakdowns while my dad or mom tried to, like, help me with my math homework and I just wouldn't get it and that's always kind of been the case and then meanwhile I'm just amazing at English and reading and like I'm super good with grammar and all that and so everyone has their strengths everyone has their weaknesses I've also never really been good at science but I've been good at history so it's really weird it's like um certain subjects I'm good at and other subjects I'm not so I think that you need to know that like 
even even if like your strengths aren't academic like maybe you're really good at tennis or something like that's okay everyone has strengths everyone has weaknesses and one of your weaknesses is math and it's okay because I I can really relate like I've thought about getting tutors before and getting math help whatever it is I remember I had to like go into my class and um, after school in middle school and like do test retakes during um, for my math class to get like a better grade like don't worry you're not the only one that's bad at math and so I think if this girl is making fun of you for getting bad scores it's just super super disrespectful like especially because she said that you guys failed in front of like other people in the, the class like maybe she doesn't know how how much that like affected you or whatever but like if I were you I would be like upset like I would be embarrassed that like people heard about like the status of like my grade or whatever grade that I got on something like I just feel like that's so it's just disrespectful honestly and that's like your private information and stuff and I don't think that she should be like sharing that out with people so if you have not talked to her about this before I really think that you need to and I know that like some of you guys listening are like okay you always give the same advice like you always just say just talk to them just talk to them communicate with them but like that's truly it like if you're not communicating with someone how are they ever gonna know like how are they ever gonna know that you're upset with them so I think you really need to talk to this girl whether she's your friend or not and just be like hi like I am really like I want or you know even if you can't bring up the courage to talk to her maybe you can just distance yourself from her like just don't you know sit by her in class or whatever it is like whenever you see her maybe just don't go up to her as much I don't know um because you know everyone's situation is different but the fact that she's made you cry and has told you that you're stupid and that you should tutor like that is beyond disrespectful and it's just super super rude like I can't even imagine ever telling that to someone's face like or just thinking that at all like I don't think that like I don't look down on people just because you know they're bad at a certain subject or whatever whatever like I I think that that's so stupid and you know the subjects in school like the core classes like they're not like a measure of how smart someone is by any means like like I said, I'm really good at English and history, but if someone looked at my math score, they might think that I'm dumb, you know? So, like, I don't think that you should listen to what other people say about that because everyone measures, like, intelligence on a different level. Like I said, you're probably really good at some other subject or some other um, activity, and I just think that, like, this girl has no place telling you that you're stupid or whatever because you're far from that. Like, I... I just, I have no words for that girl. It's, it's so rude. It's so rude. So I think one, you should talk to her and say, Hey, like the stuff that you've been telling me, I feel like is really disrespectful and it hurts me. And I think that like, it's really ruining my confidence when it comes to math and school, because you're telling me that I'm not smart enough. And because of that, I want to distance myself and I just don't want to associate myself with you anymore. Something like that. If you don't want to talk to her, then just slowly distance yourself. Stop hanging out with her. Stop talking to her. I know that's hard and it's easier said than done, especially if she is your friend. But if she's just a classmate, like, you have no obligation to sit with her or talk to her or go near her. Or, like, don't let her see your scores, you know? So, good luck with this and I'm I'm sorry. I promise you're smart. Hi, Sister Spool. I love your podcast. I was wondering if you could give me advice about giving other people advice. I know this is kind of a different one. My friend, she's, like, getting bullied and she goes to school in person and I don't like and I'm in like in a whole entire different state and she has been like 
basically crying and I don't know what to do. I really want to help her, but I don't know the right things to say. So I was wondering if she'd give me advice on things I can say and things I can do to make her feel happier. Well, first of all, you're such a good friend for looking out for her and like I can tell that you really care. Obviously, from a different state, that's such a hard position because there isn't much that you can do. I feel like if it got to like a really, really bad situation where like she was literally like, you know, just having the worst time possible and you were concerned for her, I would say if you had any contact with her parents or like a family member, then that might be like, you know, a more extreme option but um, I know you're just asking on how to give her advice and like the right things to say and honestly it's so hard because I have had to deal with um, my friends and their struggles for years and like sometimes I honestly still to this day like I give you guys advice on these podcasts but it is so hard when you're looking someone face to face or just talking to someone that you really care about like because you don't want to say the wrong thing um you also want to be there for them and stuff but like it's very hard because you know half the time I don't know the right things to say either but I would just say that like I promise you the best thing that you can do is just be there for her because like I said in my last podcast episode um when I was going through that really hard time during freshman year like what kept me going was the people from my old school like my best friends that I've grown up with just having them there as like a comfort like my really really good friend um I would text her during lunch and you know she would reply to me like pretty quickly like just knowing that I had that comfort to fall back on was really nice so like even though I wasn't getting bullied or anything like that like I was feeling really lonely I didn't have friends and um the fact that like I had someone there to text and just someone that I was familiar with and comfortable with like that made things so much better um obviously it didn't fix everything and I was you know still upset but just like knowing that I had someone to talk to um was really really nice and so I think just continue doing what you're doing be there for her talk to her as much as you can she's probably just feeling lonely or upset and I know how that feels so just be there for her um as far as like things to say just just tell her that like you're proud of her tell her that she's doing great tell her that she looks good you know compliment her if she shows you a new outfit that she got or what she um you know looks like when she's going to school today you know like little things like that like just make her day be super nice to her try and keep up with her and you know facetime her if you do that and just like i said really be there for her and that is the best thing that you can do there is no solution because that is her separate problem and like you can't do anything about it because you literally live in a different state um so the best that you can do is just be super nice to her make sure that you're checking up on on her because i'm sure that she feels isolated she probably does feel alone and so if she knows that there's someone she can fall back on and someone that she can talk to at the end of the day after school like that will make things so much better so i hope that this helps um there really is nothing specific you can say all I can say is just be super kind and be understanding and listen to her problems. Hey, so my best friend just started dating this guy. I've dated him in the past and he's really toxic and I keep trying to tell her that she should break up with him before something gets worse because I don't want her to get hurt, obviously. But, you know, like love is blind and I don't think she realizes and I just don't want to sound rude by telling her to get the relationship. I just don't want her to get hurt. So yeah. Or you have every right to tell her like 
hey, this is probably not the best situation for for you, and, like, especially because you are her best friend, like, you're coming from a place of trust and caring, like, she should definitely be listening to you, and obviously, like you said, love is blind, like, they, you know, people love to use that term because it is, like, when you're in a relationship or you really care about someone, like, you don't see the red flags, you just want to ignore them and see all the good things about them, but that can be really dangerous because, then you're not listening to other people's warnings or whatever you pick up on that other person that might not seem great. Like you just ignore all of that stuff, the red flags, because you think, you think, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, this person's great. Um, And so I can tell that you really care about your friend. And I think that it's really good that you've tried to warn her before. At the same time, you know, maybe she gets what's coming to her. Like, you know, you warned her, she's not listening and it happens, but you know, I don't know, if she knows, like, the full story about what happened between you guys, like, I'm honestly confused why she would even be dating him, like, first of all, you know, somewhat, like, to, to a certain extent, there is, you know, a girl code, and especially between, like, girl, uh, best friends, like, I know it's a big thing to, like, not date each other's exes, um, unless you have specific permission or whatever, and, like, I feel like that's pretty valid, and so the fact that she's dating him in the first place, like, you know, you might be totally fine with that, and I'm not judging you for that, um, that's fine, but I just think that it's a little bit weird that she's doing that, just because I'm sure if you guys are best friends, like, she's heard, you know, all the tea, all the stuff that went down between you guys, and she still chose to, like, be in a relationship with him, I just, I feel like that's a super sketchy situation, honestly, so just keep your eye on, eye out on her, if she's decided that she likes this guy, no one can tell her otherwise and she's not going to listen, then that's on her, unfortunately. And I know that you really care about her and you don't want her to get hurt, but at some point you just, you just got to stop and just be like, okay, I, I tried to warn you. And if you're not going to listen to me, then that's okay. Like, I hope that you're happy and successful in this relationship, but you know, I just wanted you to know that like, there's a good chance that you'll get hurt. And as long as she knows that, I th- I feel like things will work out. Like if they, you know, break up and something bad happens, then, you know, don't say I told you so, but you know, you can be thinking it and she'll be thinking it and be like, okay, you were right. And it'll work out. But I think for now, because she isn't listening to you, there probably isn't much more you can say. Like you said, again, love is blind and she's probably just in this phase where she feel, feels like this guy is just perfect, amazing, she's not going to listen to anything bad about him and so at that point, there's not much that you can do to change her mind. So I feel like just keep an eye out on the situation but, you know, be there for her if things go south and if things go well, then then let her be. Hi, Sister Spill. So I listen to your podcast all the time. I'm really nervous about like everything in like high school and what's gonna happen when I go to college and I keep thinking about life and I'm always thinking about it all the time and I get so stressed and I feel like I need some advice so what's your outlook on this and yeah, I really appreciate it and I love your podcast. Well you didn't tell me how old you were which obviously you don't have to but you do sound on the younger side I'm, a, I'm gonna guess you're in middle school and um I just wanted to say that like from that perspective, obviously everything's so scary, thinking about high school, college, everything like that. And to some extent it is, you know, when you transition from middle school to high school, it's something completely new. I mean, there are a lot more kids, there are kids from other schools that you haven't seen before, a lot of new people, new teachers, different schedules, different ways of doing things. But I can honestly say like, I, 
100% would choose high school over middle school. Like, middle school is not it. Like, it was, it was, you know, like, I had some fun times with middle school, but honestly, like, yeah, high school is so much better. Even, even after having, like, a really hard freshman year, I don't, like, just the model of high school, like, the structure of it is so much better. Like, middle school, I feel like they made us take things so seriously. They were, like, the teachers were, like, kind of rude. Like, I don't know. Obviously, I had some great experiences in middle school, but for the most part, like, high school is just it's better and it's almost more chill in a way. Obviously, you have a lot more responsibilities. There's more things to worry about, harder classes, but that just kind of happens as you get older. Um, But I feel like it's so much better. And so I wouldn't worry about high school in general. I think that's something like really normal. Everyone worries about high school. I certainly did. Um, But it's just one of those things. It's like, you just got to you got to be there to know what it's like. And so when you start high school and you um, realize what it's like, you're going to be like, oh, this is it. And it's not that bad. And you will adjust faster than you think you will. And you're not going to want to look back, you know? So as far as high school goes, like, don't be stressed about that. I know that's easier said than done because I really, really was. But I think like if you're, you know, hearing it from someone else who has gone through this and like someone who is anxious about things like this, like, it can be comforting to know that, like, you know, if I made it, you can make it too, and it's going to be fine. Um, College, that is something that stresses me out daily. I'm always thinking about life. Like you said, I'm thinking about my future career, how I'm going to make money, where I'm going to get into school. Like, it is a huge thing, especially because I'm a junior in high school, and as you guys know, in America, when you're a junior in high school, like, that's the big deal. You have to take standardized tests. You have to take well, you don't have to, but a lot of people take AP classes and harder courses and people are trying to get extracurriculars and volunteering. Like it's all about building your college application. So yeah, it's, it's terrifying. I mean, it terrifies me every day. Like there are certain schools that I would love to get into and I know that I have a really low chance of getting into them. And so I stress myself out. I guys, I have literally watched hundreds of like college acceptance videos, people's like how they got accepted in certain colleges. Like I am obsessed. Like it's actually like unhealthy. Like I am stressing myself out so much. My parents and people around me are like, you need to chill. Like you're going to be fine wherever you get in. And I know that's going to be like, it's going to work out, but I really, I really um, relate with you um, on that. But I think like, because you're younger, I think you have time to worry about that kind of stuff. And I don't want you stressing yourself out too early because like for me, I you know, I didn't start stressing about this stuff until, you know, maybe last year, but kind of exponentially increased over the years. Um, and now it's like at its peak level, like extreme stressed out. Like I'm just so nervous about everything. Like I have a whole document of like my college essays written out, even though I won't be applying to college for like, you know, nine months or something like that. Um, I'm just, I'm so stressed about it and it's a lot. And I just, don't want anyone else to feel this stress. So I think like if anyone else listening is in the same position, um, I know a lot of my, my listeners are younger. So like you guys won't be going to college for a while, but for you specifically, I just think like, don't worry about it too much. Everything. I really, really live by the phrase, everything happens for a reason because I know it does. Like if I don't get accepted into my dream schools, okay, it happened for a reason because maybe I'll be accepted into an even better school where I'll do so much better than I would have at the other schools that I got rejected from. Who knows? I really don't know what's going to happen. And so I just think that like, I think we all need to take breathers and amid um, 
this whole pandemic and stuff like things have been harder and I just don't think that like you should be stressing yourself out too much because you you have time if you're in middle school you have time all I can say is advice for high school is if you're worried about college and I don't like I don't know if you're looking to get into a really good college I don't know what your college plans are but um I would just say be really involved at school and also take um the most advanced classes that you can take that you can handle um don't just do it just to do it but like if you can handle them take advanced classes and I promise you if you just do that and you're involved all throughout high school you're gonna be completely fine just set yourself up for success and and that's it um I've had a school for like like two years now and I don't know if he likes me his friend says he thinks that that boy likes me because he acts differently that he's actually really nice but he acts so rude to me all the time but i've had him in my class like a couple times and once in middle school and i'm still young so i don't have any intentions but i like him and we've had like fights like drama in fourth grade but it wasn't real and honestly he like used to whisper stuff to me in the halls with his friends um and i have like a snap in his number and i used to talk to him a lot but i don't anymore so i don't know what to think like, I like him, but, you know, I'd like to know your advice on that. I mean, that's really hard when you're getting mixed signals. Um, this is the same person as last, uh, as the last voice message, guys, by the way, if, if you noticed. Um, I know the voice is distorted. But anyways, I feel like if you're getting mixed signals, that's really hard to know because, like, you know, if he's being rude to you, but then also, like, shows interest, but, like, also not, like, I don't know. It's a really tough situation. I feel like maybe you you honestly just need to give it time because you don't want to like go into something based on like you think it might be a thing you know like I feel like um especially at that young age I feel like um, a lot of people their feelings kind of fade or they're on to the next person that they like like in middle school I just remember like all these kids would like date other kids and you know it lasted for like a month or two if they were lucky you know like um And so I feel like at that age, you're definitely bouncing around a lot. People have different crushes. They're looking into other people. They're interested in all sorts of other, you know, people around them. And so I just think like, just honestly, keep doing what you're doing. Um, If you like only think that you like him, then like that's also like, it's not a, it's not a super big reason to just pursue him. And so I really think that like, in this situation, you should just go with the flow. Like, literally do, like, live your life, do whatever you've been doing, and if you have the chance to talk to him more, talk to him, and maybe you can get a feel of, like, if you like him or not, and if you don't really talk to him that much, then maybe that's for the best. Maybe you guys just won't cross paths enough to be, you know, like, be in a relationship or have a thing or whatever it is that you would want to get out of it. Like, I don't know. I would really just say go with the flow. I know that sounds like simple advice, but honestly, in this situation, it's hard because you don't know what he's thinking. You don't even know if you like him yet. And so I think if you just maybe talk to him more or think about it more, you'll 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 figure it out. Like, I promise you these things like seem like super confusing, but like a couple months from now, you're probably going to get some clarity on the situation or even a year from now, you're going to look back and be like, oh, like that wasn't a big deal. So I promise you just go with the flow, see what happens. And if nothing happens, then, you know, okay. And if something happens, then that's great. All right. So that's all the advice that I'm giving this week. Um, 
I wanted to talk about something pretty, pretty interesting, and that is this whole drama surrounding David Dobrik recently. Um, I had someone DM me and ask me to, like, maybe make a video about it, and at the time, I was like, I'm literally not informed on it at all. I've never been someone who watched David Dobrik. I... I know a lot of people do. Obviously, he has a huge fan base and I've had a lot of friends who watch him and I know a lot of people who watch him. And so it's not uncommon to hear someone is a David Dobrik fan. Um, I just never have been one. I don't know why. I, I don't think that like, I don't know, maybe it's just his content that I'm not interested in, um, but I have watched a few of his videos. I just never really got into him for whatever reason. And I am so glad that I didn't because I've always gotten a little bit of a weird vibe from him and his group of people. Like, not even really him, like, honestly, I'm disappointed because I thought that he was, like, a good person, but honestly, over, like, the last couple years, I've heard some things about him and things have come out against him where I'm just like, okay, like, you are honestly, like, you don't seem like a great person, but before that, I was like, wow, he, he seems so cool, like, he dated Liza, and Liza's such an amazing woman, and so I thought, you know, she must have good taste in men, and I'm sure she does, but David, I feel like, honestly, he was probably corrupted by the whole YouTube world and everyone that he, like, is hanging out with because everyone that he hangs out with are literally like scumbags like they're so like they're just gross like if you watch I've watched a few of his vlogs before and I just get the worst vibes from from them like I just I I get like creep vibes from them you know like especially from like Jason um who if you guys don't watch David Dobrik's vlogs like just go to any one of his vlogs and you'll probably notice a guy named Jason and he's like this 40 year old no he's like 50 probably um this man and he just he just gives me like the creepiest vibes and he has like two kids too um so that's nice um but anyways I feel like David honestly just got corrupted by all of these people that he was constantly hanging out with and then on top of that he was making so much money or still is making so much money on these vlogs that he's doing that like you know he's continuing this and he's hanging out with all sorts of new people and making connections and like yeah that's great but you know when you're in that LA world there's so many just gross people and bad people and fake people and it's just when you're around that so much like of course he's gonna change and so I feel like maybe he he started out being a decent person I don't know that much about his past so maybe I'm wrong but you know and then maybe he just transformed into someone who everyone's disappointed in um at this point so what happened is there is this huge story that just broke and it was an article on I think Insider is the the news outlet that reported this and this article details this um, trigger warning sexual assault um, incident that took place a couple years ago. I think it was a couple years ago, like three years ago is what they're saying. I'm not sure. I haven't even actually I did read the article, I think um, just like a snippet of it. But it is this huge deal. And like I heard about it a couple days ago, but I was like, OK, um, like I didn't really know like how big of a, of an issue this was. And then I started hearing more things come out. And actually yesterday I started listening to H3 H3's podcast. Um, I don't watch him. All I know is that he's a YouTuber and I guess he has a podcast and I've seen him a lot on TikTok room with Trisha Paytas recently because they're always saying like weird or problematic things on their podcast or whatever. Um, so, like, I didn't really think much of them. I didn't, I've never liked Trisha Paytas, honestly. She has done so many controversial things. She's literally, like, 
called out people for no reason or been rude to them or whatever online and it's so weird because like I hate her but at the same time like sometimes she's so likable and I'm like I don't know what to do about it like I do not like her but at the same time in this podcast episode that H3 um, and Trisha Paytas just released they talk about the whole David Dobrik situation and as you guys might or might not know um, Trisha Paytas dated Jason that guy that I was just talking about that gives me the worst vibes um, and they dated for a little while uh, you know a couple years ago and Trisha was often seen in David Dobrik's vlogs you know she was part of like the the vlog squad as I call it like you know everyone knew Trisha from David David's vlogs Um, not that she wasn't famous before like people knew her before then but I mean just like everyone saw her often in those vlogs because she was dating Jason and so Trisha was around David and all these guys a lot so she knew what the culture was like she knew what like their friendship dynamic was like she knew how videos were filmed she knew all the behind the scenes tricks and and things like that and so she is coming from like a really um reliable viewpoint so her and h3 um h3 h3 i don't know how to pronounce his i think it's h3 or h3 h3 i don't even know where that name comes from all i know is he's a youtuber he has a podcast um so h3 and trisha paytas came out with this like two and a half hour long podcast podcast episode which I'm almost done listening to and I started listening to it last night and it was keeping me up because I'm like this is so good like I am so into this I didn't think that I would be into this but um let me backtrack a little bit so the article that came out like I said was about trigger warning um a sexual assault allegation against this guy named Dom um Dom has been featured in a lot of David Dobrik's vlogs from what I can gather. Actually, what's the weirdest thing is that I actually have a DM from this guy. Um, he's like a verified creator on Instagram, like has over a million followers. And he, he DM'd me once and he was like, hey, like how much to buy your channel? And I'm like, dude, I'm not selling my channel to you. And I've always hated him because I've heard things about him. And like, he literally just seems like a slime ball, a scumbag, like literally gives me creep vibes the worst vibes ever like don't like him don't like him whatsoever and I'm pretty sure he's already had like sexual assault allegations against him before which makes it even worse so that's why I was already getting like the weirdest vibes from him so it's weird talking about this now knowing that like he's literally dm'd me before super super weird but anyways Dom um took advantage of this girl to say the least um it was a horrible situation she was assaulted you know I won't say the r word um just because it's honestly you know like even if I censor it out you know it's it's harsh um and I know like a lot of my listeners are younger but he assaulted this girl um and the story just broke because this girl was brave enough to just now share her story which is is huge because you know this is David Dobrik's responsibility to a large extent. Um, he was the one who had these girls come over. Um, the whole idea was that these girls were going to come over and they were, you know, going to do some things with Dom. And they had agreed to it before, but they came to this apartment where, you know, the vlog squad was and Dom was there and everyone was there and Trisha was there and they were like, oh my god, like, I'm, you know, it's vlog squad. Like, they're literally just fangirls. Um, some of them were underage, 20 years old, underage for the drinking age, I mean, and someone in the vlog squad, someone that night bought alcohol 
and supply these girls with alcohol, knowing that a few of them were underage. That was problem number one. So someone, we don't know who because no one will tell us, none of the vlog squad will spill or snitch on each other, which is really hard because now we're like, okay, who did it? But we have a good idea. Um, so someone bought alcohol for these underage girls, first of all, which is an issue because yeah, I think, you know, I don't even know. I think there were like five girls there or something like that. But all I know is that a few of them, at least two of them were underage, which is an issue because these are like... 30 year old guys and up um you know plus trisha i guess i don't think there were any other girls there um and they're giving these fangirls like alcohol knowing that like you know some of them are underage and like yeah i i know it's different from like you know having 16 year olds that are underage drinking rather than you know someone that's one year away from the legal the, the legal um age But still, they're underage, they knew this, and they supplied these girls with alcohol. So that was issue number one. Issue number two was that David was making a vlog out of this whole thing, which is fine. He films everything, no big deal. But the issue was that he was completely violating these girls. Um, There was one instance where, you know, I don't want to get like too into detail because again, I know I have younger listeners, but um, Dom went into this room with... I guess a couple of the girls or whatever and like they pretended to like you know some of David's things are staged or planned out or like nothing's actually happening but they just laugh about it like it is um David like made some comments like was trying to like pretend like he was peeking the camera into like the room where like Dom and these girls were like just being super like weird and it's weird because a lot of his content David's is based off of like sexual things and I find that really really weird honestly because he like he just he makes like these videos based on like oh like you know these two people are gonna have sexual relations with each other and you know this is gonna happen and that's gonna happen and like I just feel like that's super disturbing like I don't I don't think that like that should be used as entertainment like he literally plans out like these weird sexual jokes or like skits like can't you guys just like find something else to laugh at like I I don't know I just it's always given me the weirdest vibes and so that might be a reason why I've never really watched him but anyways um there are a few people who just made like weird comments Dom was like um at one point they they said they said oh yeah like these girls like came over originally to like whatever and now they're like backing off like they just want to hang out and you know they all agreed and that was fine and then there's like this part where David narrates over his video and he's like oh after some convincing like Dom got some of these girls to come with him and it's like okay after some convincing like they had already decided they they were not there to do anything except hang out and Dom just convinced them like he coerced them into doing like that does not sound right to me it doesn't sit right with anyone and that's the whole premise of the situation um one of these girls was assaulted badly at this gathering a few years ago and she finally came out with her story and everyone is super you know supportive and stuff but and and no one's denying that it happened like people are like people in the vlog squad are saying like yes dom needs to go to jail for what he did like he's he's terrible he should be condemned for what he's done but the issue is that all of the vlog squad is is claiming that they're not responsible for any of this like they're all saying oh i didn't buy the alcohol i don't know who bought the alcohol like okay well someone bought the alcohol 
and this girl was, I guess, apparently blackout drunk, doesn't remember the night, and that's why she knows she was assaulted, because she doesn't remember anything, um, which is a huge issue, and I don't know if this, the girl that got assaulted was, was one of the underage ones, all I know is that she was assaulted, and it was a horrible situation, and I, I feel so bad for her, um, but I just know that, like, everyone in the vlog squad is now trying to say that they had no part in this or trying to prove their innocence and I'm like okay if you were there in that situation and you were knowingly giving these underage girls alcohol and you were encouraging Dom's disgusting behavior and you were filming it and laughing about it you were automatically part of the problem. I don't care if you didn't do anything wrong just by being there and watching that happen and, you know, not thinking, hmm, there's something, there's something sketchy about this. Like, that's an automatic, like, you did something because you just stood by and watched. So, I think this is a really big story and the vlog squad is, is in huge trouble. David Dobrik's in huge trouble. Like, everyone is just, I don't even know that much about the situation. All I know is that I read part of the article which you have to pay to read, but someone had screenshotted it and posted it on Instagram, so that's how I read it. And I also know that I read a screenshot of this, the, the girl who got assaulted. She sent a super long text to Dom, um, and she said, hey, like, I feel like I was taken advantage of this night, blah, 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 like, explain, like, a super, in a super, super long text message, the whole situation, and she was like, I feel like this video of me, because David ended up uploading this vlog, like, where, you know, this girl was, like, drunk and just, like, she felt like it wasn't a good representation of her. And also, of course, it was a re reminder of that horrible night. Like, she didn't want that stuff up on David's channel. So, she texted Dom and she was just like, I feel like this is a terrible representation of me. I don't want this on the internet. I feel like I was taken advantage of, all this stuff. And so, Dom literally just replies with a super short, like, couple word answer and he's just like okay I understand or something like that and David took the vlog down so that tells you one thing David knew the situation he knew that this girl felt like she was taken advantage of or she at least at the very least he knew that like this girl thought this video was wrong and so he knew that he did something wrong because obviously he took down the video like who else who else was going to take down the video like his manager no like he knew the situation he knew that there was something wrong about it and that's why he took the video down so that's one thing like people can't say that david is innocent or whatever because no he he enabled all this he filmed this he encouraged this he is guilty. What I find interesting is, honestly, I encourage you all to just go and listen to the H3 podcast. If you just go on like Spotify or whatever you listen to your podcast on, search up H3 podcast and it'll come up. And the most recent episode, unless like they, I don't know how often he uploads episodes, but the one that is like sitting down with Jeff or something with Jeff in the title, I think it is. Um, that's the one you want to listen to. And it's a super long podcast episode, but I was so intrigued by it. Like I never listened to things that long, but I was just so fascinated by it. And it's basically Trisha because she was there that night, Trisha Paytas. She, she basically uh, said that she was there, but she got a bad vibe. So she ended up leaving later in the, the night, like, or I guess earlier on in the night. So she wasn't there like when the assault took place or whatever, but she just knew like that was not something she wanted 
wanted to be a part of, so she left. And she was sharing her side of the story and talking about this with H3, but they were focusing on this one guy named Jeff who was a part of the, the vlog squad. I don't even know who he is. Like I said, I didn't watch David Dobrik, so I don't know who he is, but I just know he was in a lot of David's videos and he was like friends with Dom. He said he's since then distanced himself and Trisha and H3 are really good at like trying to listen to his side of the story and stuff and being fair to him but they are really picking apart all of his story like his whole account i guess he came out with a youtube video which is him trying to prove his innocence because he this guy jeff was mentioned in this article about the assault and he felt the need to clear his name because he was just like okay i don't i don't want to be in this article like i had nothing to do with this like yes i was there that night but like i don't want people thinking that like i had anything to do with this or allow this to happen and because of it like now i've lost my brand deals and all that stuff and trisha and h3 are like okay yeah that sucks that sucks that he lost his brand deals and yes he is innocent to an extent but he was still there and there is large speculation that he was the one who bought the alcohol or he at least knows who bought the alcohol and he's covering for them. So what people really think is that Todd, who is another member of the, the vlog squad, bought the alcohol for these girls and he went with Todd to the store to get it or at least he knew that Todd was getting it. And Jeff is claiming like, no, I didn't, I, I, I didn't get the alcohol. I swear on my life. I swear by that. And Trisha and H3 are like, okay, like we believe you and I believe him too. But they think that he knows who bought the alcohol. And I think so too. And I, I really think it's such a fascinating podcast episode. They spend the whole like first half of it and beyond basically just dissecting his recent youtube video where he talks about the situation and tries to clear his name and they kind of like point out things where he was not being truthful or calling him out for certain things and then they actually have him on the podcast and he calls in and this was a live like it was like a live stream podcast um so a lot of people were tuning into this and they did a live call with him and they were basically just like picking apart his whole account of the story because he kept changing his story too and so I feel like it's something that everyone should listen to um obviously if you're sensitive to things like assault then don't but I think it's a really really fascinating podcast episode and I don't want to take up all your guys's time by rambling on about this if you don't care but I just think that like this is a story that all of you guys should be paying attention to and I'm I'm so interested in it that I'm like really tempted to make a video about it but we'll see what I can get done um I'm going to end my podcast there. What I was going to say is that I will not have a podcast episode next Monday. That is because I will be on my spring break and I don't, I won't have time to record. I won't have my microphone with me. Like I won't be at home and I can't take anything with me. I'll bring my laptop for like schoolwork, but like I'm not going to bring my microphone and all that. So um, I'm going to enjoy my spring break and I'm going to have a week off of recording my podcast. And when I come back, um, hopefully I'll have some, some good things to talk about and feel free in these next two weeks to just send me any advice you guys want me to respond to, you can email me, you can DM me on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial, or you can send me a voice memo through um, Instagram, or you can use Anchor to send me a voice message. And again, if you guys want me to like distort your voice in any way, I can do that. Um, but yeah, if you want to send me a voice message through Anchor, all you have to do is just click the link that will be in the description of all my podcast episodes and 
you have to sign up, but you can send me a voice message through there. If you listen to this podcast episode all the way through, DM me your spring break plans, if you have any spring break plans, or if you don't have a spring break, like if you live in a different country or whatever, just like anything that you're doing this weekend or coming up, like anything that you're excited for. So yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about today. I know this episode was a little bit of a long one, but since I won't be talking to you guys next week, I thought, you know, why not? Why not? I just encourage you guys to listen to that Trisha Paytas and H3 podcast. If you guys want, I'll actually just put the link of it, um, of that podcast episode in the description of this podcast episode. So if you guys just want to click on that, I feel like you guys would find that really, really interesting, especially if you know more about the situation than I do. I feel like it's just very enlightening and it's super, super interesting. Um, they're always like talking about stuff and like, I didn't get bored at all. So I think it's really good. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say. Um, I will talk to you guys next week.